Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And today we are once again going to talk about corporate messaging in respect of the video game console war. And this is probably going to be a topic that we're going to be covering again and again here in Virtual Legality as both Sony and Microsoft move to coalesce their marketing strategies around whatever their focus winds up being as we head closer and closer to the launch of these two products. Now, if you are new to virtual legality or you found us only recently, you might have come into my comments to one or more of these videos and said, you are just clearly too much of a Sony fanboy. You shouldn't be making this commentary on the Microsoft showcase on the problems that you have with their messaging over the last little while. And if you think that, I think this video is going to change your mind. Certainly those of you that have been with me in virtual legality for a longer period of time know that we don't take any prisoners when it comes to commentary on corporate messaging or marketing or any of those kinds of things. We're fans of good messaging. We're fans of good products and good companies. But if we see these faults, if we find these errors, we definitely like to analyze them in this space. And I certainly think Sony has its own issues to answer for. So in respect of these past two videos where we've gone over some of the things that we have seen Microsoft change, especially after last Thursday and the reception that they got, or more precisely, the reception that they didn't get to some of what they showed last Thursday in their showcase, I want to talk to you a little bit about PlayStation and most specifically why I don't think that their messaging really is any better than Microsoft's at this point in time. And in some respects, especially with respect to dishonesty, a little bit worse. So to give you a little bit of a framework for that, let's go back in time to June of this year, just a month or so ago, when Sony PlayStation had their big PlayStation 5 blowout. And I pulled up their blog post, the everything you need to know, and it basically does say everything you need to know. We're going to sell this system, and we've got some first-party things to announce the primary one of which is this Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales product. It's the only one that is labeled as coming out this holiday, which I think everybody has rightly read to mean the launch of the PlayStation 5, because nothing else that Sony showed, Horizon or Ratchet and Clank or Gran Turismo 7 or their Demon's Souls remake, nothing was given a date, nothing was indicated to be a launch product from Sony, and so Sony fans, people that want to be excited about buying a PlayStation 5, especially for what Sony puts out there into the world, have only this Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales product to be excited about. And if you watch this showcase, you saw that this was basically just a teaser trailer with a couple of shots of Miles running around a Christmas time or at least wintertime New York City, probably the same map as the current Spider-Man, which is one of our favorites here in Virtual Legality. I think it was our number three game of 2018. Highly recommend you check it out. We've got a video on this channel about that. But I couldn't tell, nobody could tell what exactly that product was. It looked like DLC or maybe an expansion. And so after that showcase, one of the things that I said was still waiting on a price and date for the PlayStation 5, of course. But as of this afternoon, I'm a hard Xbox lean that's right. I was a hard Xbox lean. I thought their messaging was a lot better. I thought they were doing a better job of explaining what it was that their product was. And that all really changed last week in terms of what I think their focus or lack of focus is. But I was a hard Xbox lean because I was not impressed by the PlayStation Showcase. And part of the reason for that was because there was so much confusion 
over what they were trying to sell with Spider-Man. It was clear that Sony was trying to suggest that Miles Morales was going to be a big ticket item. This is our launch game. This is why you should get excited about PlayStation 5. It's the only thing we are putting on holiday 2020 on the trailer. And IGN went out and said, Spider-Man sequel announced for PlayStation 5. And then only after a little bit of time was that clarified the next day where we get a headline here from Video Games Chronicles that says Spider-Man Miles Morales is an expansion and enhancement to the original Sony Clarifies. And this was from an interview done in The Telegraph with Sony Interactive Entertainment's Executive Vice President Head of European Business who said, I guess you could call it an expansion and an enhancement to the previous game. Note that term, an expansion and an enhancement. There is a substantial Miles Morales component, which is the expansion element, but also within the game as well, there's been major enhancements to the game and the game engine, obviously deploying some of the major PlayStation 5 technology and features. Most prominently, we would assume the rapid load times that we have seen Spider-Man actually used by Sony to demonstrate in prior kind of demonstrations with journalists and otherwise. And so it wasn't necessarily a surprise that it was described this way. However, it was a surprise to a lot of people on my timeline and a lot of people talking about this in places like NeoGAF and Reset Era. And so I wound up doing a video saying the Spider-Man sequel that wasn't. And in fact, people came and asked me about that. Say, hey, I thought it was a spinoff. I didn't know what that trailer was. And I said, it appears to be a remaster with a bonus, but could be a First Light level standalone instead. First Light being the kind of standalone game that came out after infamous at the start of the generation. But in this particular case, that wasn't good enough for Sony. And in order to understand why, we need to look at what their competitor is doing and the fact that Sony doesn't appear to have a good response. Now, if you aren't familiar with what Xbox messaging has been, one of the primary emphasis points for the Series X or the Xbox ecosystem in general has been this notion of smart delivery. I've pulled up a June 15th blog post from them that is entitled, Xbox Series X, buy a game once and play the best version across generations with smart delivery. One of the most exciting of the technologies we are introducing with Xbox Series X is smart delivery, which will ensure that you always play the best version of the games you own for your console across generations. But what does that mean for you, the player? Well, it means that if you purchase the Xbox One version of a supported title, we will deliver the best version of it to your Xbox One as usual. If you decide to jump into the next generation with Xbox Series X, we will automatically provide the Xbox Series X version of the game at no additional cost when it becomes available. And you can see references to this in major, major crown jewel type games for Microsoft like Halo Infinite. And so Xbox has gone out there into the world with the basic premise that we won't be selling remasters across generations, which has been a bread and butter policy of companies like Sony. Sony opened the generation by selling you The Last of Us Remastered, which they also sold at the end of the last generation. They also sold you Shadow of the Colossus Remastered, all these kinds of games that they wanted to sell remastered versions of. And so it is no surprise, really, that a console manufacturer or a publisher wouldn't come up with this idea on their own. But this is the pressure of competition. Xbox goes out there and says, this is what we are going to do. And then Sony, when faced with messaging that makes everything look very much like we are going to be selling you a remaster, but we're also going to try to make it worth your while. We're going to do some add-ons. It's going to be Game of the Year edition, Miles Morales edition. Wasn't good messaging for them. 
So they came out immediately after and tried to clarify this. Insomniac, I believe, was asked to put out a tweet that says the following. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales is the next adventure in the Marvel Spider-Man universe. We will reveal more about this standalone game at a future date. So IGN reports it as a sequel. The Telegraph slash Video Game Chronicle reports it as an expansion and enhancement of the original. Then Insomniac comes out and says it's a standalone. This gets reported all over the place. Here's the Verge headline. Insomniac confirms Spider-Man Miles Morales is a standalone PS5 game. On the IGN article, remember, they were the ones that called it a sequel. They update it to say it isn't a sequel, but a smaller standalone game. And they update it with some Bloomberg News tweets from Jason Schreier, formerly of Kotaku, who says... Spider-Man Miles Morales is not an expansion or enhancement or remaster. Now, that's interesting, right? That's a direct refutation of the executive vice president of Sony's European business operations. It's not an expansion or enhancement or remaster. Sony doesn't want those words connected with this project. Nor is it Spider-Man 2. It is a brand new standalone game similar in scope to Uncharted Lost Legacy, which was, I believe, like a six to eight hour expand-alone type game in the Uncharted universe that sold for $40. Now, everything makes sense so far if that is, in fact, what it's going to be, with the exception of the fact that we don't usually see that kind of expansion or standalone kind of concept cross generational lines. It's a little bit difficult to say, hey, buy this thing, which is probably going to continue off the story of this prior game, but only buy it on this new console. So if you're a PlayStation 5 fan, if you're just moving over from the Xbox over to the PlayStation family of consoles, buy this, but you won't otherwise be able to buy Spider-Man. So it never quite rang true to me. And then this week, the big article came out uh, that suggests that Sony is not being entirely honest with what this entire project is. So this is in comic book. This is actually reading from a Game Informer interview that isn't yet out. And they say in their headline, Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales reportedly, reported in Game Informer, includes PlayStation 5 remaster of PlayStation 4's Spider-Man. At the moment of publishing, this hasn't been confirmed by either Insomniac Games or Sony Interactive Entertainment, but it is claimed in the latest issue of Game Informer. In other words, the information isn't official, but it does come from a reliable source. Like everywhere else in virtual legality, we can't see that Game Informer interview right now. We can't see any confirmation from Insomniac or Sony. So you have to take this with a grain of salt. But if this is as reported, and there's really no reason to believe it's a lie from just this context, then what you've got is essentially Sony hiding the ball. Sony doesn't want this to be seen as a remaster sale of Marvel Spider-Man from 2018 with the Miles Morales component clamped on. They want to see it as selling Miles Morales with just what happens to be a bonus enhanced edition of 2018's Marvel Spider-Man. What could be more honest, right? Continuing with this article, for now it's unclear whether this will mean the game is $60. Many assumed it would be priced similarly to products like Uncharted The Lost Legacy based on the reports that we just saw, which didn't release at $60, but instead at $40. Meanwhile, it's unclear what Insomniac Games will do to the game to differentiate it from the PlayStation 4 version. That said, if this information is indeed true, we should hear more about how the game is being remastered in the coming months. It's important to note that regardless of the case, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales is a standalone game. It's not an expansion and you don't need to own Marvel Spider-Man to play it. Now, I have to say Comic Book and Game Informer and anyone else that isn't in charge of Sony business doesn't know that to be the case. 
Because if they will only sell you Miles Morales with a copy of Spider-Man Remaster and they'll only do it for $60, it just isn't true that you don't need to own a copy of Marvel Spider-Man to play it. Technically, the code doesn't need to access Marvel Spider-Man in order to operate. Presumably, they aren't lying about that. But you do need to own it if Sony's only going to sell it as a bundle. And they might well do that because they want to justify a $60 or maybe even, heaven forbid, a $70 purchase point for this game that is their only real launch title. I mean, it's worth noting here that Xbox had all sorts of crap in their showcase. They had Tetris Effect, which I love, but is Tetris. Sony had Grand Theft Auto V for maybe the 15th release, maybe the 20th release, on their PlayStation 5 launch showcase. So we are now looking at two consoles, two console manufacturers, two companies that, in my opinion, don't really feel like they are ready to launch consoles here in the fall. You've got Halo Infinite, which looks like it's from 1995, and you've got what will probably be a very good expansion-like set of DLC for 2018 Spider-Man featuring Miles Morales, which I'm looking forward to experiencing and playing, but which is not a knock-your-socks-off, get-you-out-of-bed, buy-a-PlayStation-5-type product on its own, And Sony is obfuscating every single attempt from every outside party to even explain properly what this thing is. And if the intent was always to remaster 2018 Spider-Man and always to release Miles Morales next to that product, as I think is strongly suggested by the quotes we get from their own head of European business, then even more problematically than everything else, this little sequence of having Insomniac go out with this and talking to The Verge and having IGN report on it and all this stuff, giving leaks, quote unquote, to Jason Schreier to go out there and say, oh, heavens no, it's not an expansion or enhancement, while all the time planning to sell an expansion or enhancement with the Miles Morales component is essentially just lying to your face and asking you to believe them anyway. And... I don't really begrudge marketing or public relations or any of these companies from trying to sell you the product on the basis that they think is most likely to be successful. But I do mind these companies treating you like an idiot. They're treating me like an idiot saying, hey, no, this is completely different. Sure, those are bundled together, but it's not ever what this vice president said because he wasn't allowed to say it at the time. And he probably got chastised and he probably got an email and said, you can't tell people that. And that would have been chastisement for telling the truth to too many people all at once. And here, I'll leave it with this. I agree with PC Gamer on Microsoft, right? I've been very hard on Microsoft. They put in their headline, this Halo Infinite screenshot looks bad, but at least it's honest. Finally, a marketing screenshot that actually looks like a screenshot from the game it's promoting. It does look bad. This doesn't look next generation at all. It barely looks this generation. And I wasn't that impressed with the gameplay. And I think Microsoft has all sorts of problems trying to sell Game Pass and the Series X at one time. And you see all those problems writ large with their trying to change their tack this late in the game with a series of interviews that say, oh no, we don't need to talk about technology anymore. Our games will do the talking for us, which I think is a crazy set of marketing for Microsoft against Sony. But hey, At least they are trying to be honest. They're trying to change the message in front of everybody so that people can understand what it is that they want to sell, which I will tell you right now, they want to sell you a Game Pass. They don't care about the box, which is an odd thing to do after generating engineering and now putting together these boxes that they want you to otherwise buy, but they don't care about. But here you have this kind of honesty and Sony 
just isn't doing that. Sony is saying, oh no, not an enhancement. It's a standalone. Don't worry about those things. But also we might be selling you the other game at the same time. So what does that mean? It means we're obfuscating. So if you take anything else away from this video, take this. Those of you who are new to the channel have come to my comments and said, oh, you're a Sony fanboy. You should go look in the comments to the things where I talk about The Last of Us leaks and I talk about Sony acting potentially legally abusively towards various folks on the internet and see all the comments there that call me. I believe it's an X-Bot. I'm not always familiar with the console warrior nomenclature, so please feel free to leave your favorites in the comments to this video. I'm not a fan of either Microsoft or Sony or Nintendo or Apple or anyone else. I am often a fan of their products. If they succeed in engineering and the research and development and they deliver to me value that exceeds the price that I pay for it. I think that the PlayStation 2 was the best of its generation. I think that the Xbox 360 was the best of its generation. I am agnostic. I want great games. I want great consoles. I want great companies that treat things honestly and talk about the mistakes that they make and the corrections that they can make and don't just try to lie in order to get me in the door and say, whoopsie. We didn't mean that. Don't you still love us? Console warring is for silly people because these companies don't care about you. These companies don't care about whether or not you buy their product the next time they want to buy your, they want you to buy their product right now. And if it's a good product, you go right ahead and buy it. And if it's a bad product, you tell them about it. They don't care about loyalty any more than you should care about the loyalty to them. And so I'm in favor of greatness. I'm in favor of great games. I think we will get some this generation. But right now, this minute, I don't think either Sony or Microsoft is quite ready for prime time. This has been Virtual Legality for today. As you can tell, we are talking about these kinds of things in this space all the time. We recently just did a video on Microsoft changing its marketing strategy about the Series X almost entirely and on a dime over the past couple of days after the reactions to Halo Infinite got out there in the wild. If you're interested in that, please click on that video. We talked about the giga-leak of Nintendo information and what that means both under the law and also with the way this business, this industry operates. We think there should be more behind-the-scenes content, a general willingness to let more folks into how the sausage gets made with respect to video games and certainly how video games can best be preserved. And we talk about all these kinds of things, business, law, contracts, the important stuff, but all through the prisms of the pop culture articles and items that you are otherwise reading about and the stuff that you love, whether that's video games, movies, TV, or what have you. So if you saw this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.